Welcome to the Breaks Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as king shit. It's your boy hosting again this week because the brother Johnny is out, unfortunately. Um, But it's CEO Hayes, along with the newest co-host of The Breaks Radio, and that is Baylor the Great. What's going on, man? I'm good, my brother. How we how we living out there? And to in today's climate, there's a lot going on. How you dealing with it? Man, listen. Um <laughs> between all the boycott like every every day it's it's another brand a uh, show or something boycotted. Uh it's it blackface is just running rampant. Like you would think at this point in time, white people would just understand to not do blackface, but no. Not only that, we in the middle of, I mean, come on, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. We still in the middle of Black History Month. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot going on, man. It's, but I'm out here trying to make it, man. But we're here to talk some hip-hop, you know, things that make everyone, uh, everyone loves hip-hop, apparently. It, it brings us all together, at least supposedly. But uh, the first one, so we, we just kind of talked about it, or at least I mentioned it. Blackface. So Gucci right now is apparently boycotted by a lot of people because of a black of, of a blackface ad. What do you make of all this, man? What's your opinion on it? At this point, um, when are we going to start to realize that this might be done on purpose? Just to get some clicks, just to get some... I, I'm not even sure. I, I've always heard that any type of press is good. I, I don't know if I can completely agree with that because it could be some some backlash behind it. We probably for once and for all probably stand up and do boycott a lot of this stuff. Um, how do they come up with this stuff? Like how and, and then for the people like I know we're gonna get into to her in the, in a, in, a, in a minute, but you know Katy Perry, like how do you not? And she knows better. How do you not know about this? As far as your team, the team that's surrounding you, how nobody notifies and who who okays this? Listen, and the thing is, is that all these brands, you would think like of all their promotional team, like they have to have some black people around. And I don't know if their voices are just being drowned out or if they're just like, fuck it, you know, as long as my check clears. Like, I've, I refuse to believe that Katy Perry, Gucci, they have no black people in decision-making positions that didn't see this before it was released. And they just say, you know what, let's not do this. Mm-hmm. Even if, but even if you don't have any black people on your staff in 2019, you have to know this already, no matter where you're from. Now I granted she's from, you know, she's from Santa Barbara. Uh, it's not a lot of us in her city where she was born and raised yet. And still, coming up in the industry and things like that actually performing and being within somewhat was inside the culture with uh rap artists and things like that you have to get an idea of this and and especially in today's climate it's been everywhere exactly exactly and um there was some i saw today where it was like police officers they went in blackface to sting operation but they took like pics beforehand and it's just like and they posted on social media too like why? Like, I, 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 at this point now, I'm really thinking that motherfuckers just don't give a damn or people are doing it because they know the climate. Like you said, like that whole mindset of all publicity is good publicity. Not nowadays. Like the whole era of black people just going along to get along is done and over with. The era of celebrities not really biting the hand that feeds them is over with. And that that's kind of our next thing. Dapper Dan, who is a uh, brand ambassador for Gucci actually is having a uh, had the ceo gucci i don't know if they've had the meeting yet but he did tweet out that he was willing to come to harlem to meet with them um it's good that he's doing it especially as someone who is a brand ambassador for that label but people aren't just we're, we're they're not going quietly into the night anymore man we're not doing it right right uh yeah now i got a question okay. <laughs> out of all this what do you think gucci Mane is gonna do out of all people, you know what I mean? Because um, I, I mean, look, it's Gucci man, and 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 we know we um. I'm not a Gucci fan, not really, but um, I respect I respect his um his journey, and he's very well liked 
in our culture. He's a part of the culture. Uh, what do you think he should do? Do you think he should speak up? I mean, absolutely. But the thing is, is that with Gucci, man, I really don't. He he, I think he's come out even and said something about it, but he apologized for it. But Gucci Gucci man really doesn't give. I'm telling y'all right now, Gucci man does not give a flying fuck. When's the last time you heard Gucci man do anything that was even remotely related to activism? <laughs> I mean, he did come out re he reinvented himself at least. He did reinvent himself, but he he also didn't like. Okay, so the thing that I could compare Gucci Man to, and, and let me know if you have a better example or if you think this is off. Um, really, him and Meek have both in jail for a while. Uh-huh. Gucci Man wasn't quite as wrongly done as as Meek Mill was, but we saw how when Meek Mill got out of jail, or even let's take it back to when Pimp C got out of jail, we saw how they spoke out. They tried to enlighten the younger generation. Gucci Man came out and he was all about him. Which I understand that because if I got out of the job, I'm going to be worried about me too. But he he hasn't tried to turn that into any type of activism or to speak out on anything. Mm, so with that said, you don't think he should do anything towards his name because that's what he's recognized for. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I th- I don't think people align Gucci Man with Gucci at all in their minds. This is my opinion. I, I <laughs> he he's his own thing, man. Maybe he could just spell it different. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's going to change his name though. Well, what about your boy Mayweather? Listen, we all know Mayweather is dumb as fuck. Like, I'm sorry. I That's just me being blunt. Mayweather definitely doesn't care. All Mayweather cares about is money. If Gucci came and gave him enough money right now and said, I need you to model this blackface sweater, do you not think he's going to do it? Doesn't that hurt us, though? Because there's so many of us that look up to, to Floyd Mayweather. And, and, and because of what he's done in boxing, for boxing, and things like that, the position that he's in, he chose this to basically turn the other cheek. Yeah, and it is it is the thing the thing that I've learned with activism, and this is my mindset. I'm not saying that I agree with people who don't use their platform to speak out, but at the same time, think about it as this. If boxing is his job, what he does is his job. That's technically his nine to five. If someone came to you at your nine to five and said, This is what you should use it for, you'd be like, Man, I'm just here to get my money. So I, I I don't really hate for people to just look at it that way. I would like to think in this climate, like like you've been pointing out, and in this time and age, you would want to use your platform to reach something. Like, I feel like everyone should have something to say, something that they're passionate about. I may not even agree with what you're passionate about, but at least use your platform to be passionate about something. But everyone doesn't have that mindset. Some people are really just there to get their check feed their family, and then go the fuck home and be able to swim in their millions. And that's how I see Floyd Mayweather. It's not saying I agree with it, but it's not technically, I don't think we can force anyone to be an activist. I don't think we can force anyone to want to say more or do more. It's. It would be nice if he, with, with as much, many people's look up to him, does it. But really, the only way that Mayweather empowers people is to say, you know what, you can do it on your own and look at what you can do if you do it on your own. Like Other than that, I really don't think he has much to add to any conversation. And you know what? Now that I think about it, uh, he's not he's not the uh, the most popular cat to look for some type of, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't think we're looking towards him for for any type of uh, boycotting because, you know, ha- you know, even with our own skin, some of us don't even like him. You know, we don't like his ways and things like that. It's just, you know, when they ask him the question right outside the Gucci store, I'm like, come on, man. You can't you can't do this. You can't do this. <laughs> He's and the thing. But really, Mayweather is not that intelligent like of a person. He's just really not. um at me if you guys want to listen to this. This is I'm I'm got, I have some very hot takes in this episode, so I guess I should have made a disclaimer. Anyone who's faint at all, this is probably not the episode for you. You're gonna either hate me after this episode because I I'm coming for people on this one, and mm. you know fuck, and I'm not even coming in a malicious way. I'm just this is my truth, and I'm just gonna share my opinion. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Katy Perry though, the last one that we got to get to before this first commercial break. <sighs> Was about to release some shoes with blackface on it. Pulled them, of course. At least they had the sense enough to do this. I don't even know if like mock-ups or, or anything have made uh, its its way leaked out of this. But come on, man, Katy. Black people love Katy Perry. You would have to yeah. think that she of all people would know better. Yes, that's a fact. We do love her, and and the fact that <laughs> I don't know how. 
what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Is it, I, I want to know if it's for attention or not. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I tried to, I even tried to make an excuse up for her. Like, you know, maybe they forced this on her. Maybe they said this wouldn't be as bad. Uh, but she knows that's the thing, you know? And I feel like if she was in a position where they, these shoes was presented to her, she got to look at those shoes and say, you know what? I don't think that's a good idea. You know, let's at least let's switch the the color of the face or something like that. Like, don't do. Yeah. At this point, man, I don't know. Yeah. And listen, I I, I, I respect Katy Perry for the performance she is. And I'm not even going to sit here and act like I don't have a couple of Katy Perry songs on, on my Spotify playlist. I absolutely do. I'm not even going to fake, fake the funk. But you would think with someone specifically with that is white, but has such a large fan base that you would want to really not piss off that fan base. But, you know, I mean, I think with a lot of things too, in, the, in that even when we're talking about like things that these celebrities are, are doing, I think really a lot of it, how much of it do you think that they really just sign off on? Like don't even really pay attention. Like someone says, you know what? I have the shoe design. We can put your name on it. You can make millions of dollars. They just sign off and don't even think about it. I, I, I think that that's a lot of what's happening here as well. Wow. I now that right there, I never really thought about. So are you telling me that it's a possibility that she could have signed on for something and never and, and didn't see it beforehand? And they, you know, uh, what, what do you call it? Put it on display before she could take a look at it? Absolutely. I mean, we think about it. Think about it, the stories that, that have come out from like artists in like the late 80s, early 90s, where they were signing like basically whole people to be paid that really didn't do anything without really looking at it because they it was like part of a of a bigger contract that they were on. Like they were signing away their rights to shit they didn't even know. And I think this may be the new version of that because now artists have so many different lanes that they can make money in so many different avenues and so many other brands. Like just, just, I don't, I'm not sure the the company that was making the shoe, but let's just say it was part of a marketing deal or it was just one layer of a bunch of stuff she did with this company or a parent company. She could have signed off on it and not had rights of a first refusal or whatever. So basically she signed a contract that said, we're going to make two pairs of shoes your name's going to be behind it. You're going to be on the ad campaign and we'll, we'll let you know when they're about to come out. She may have never even really seen the design. Mm, so, you know, what? <laughs> maybe you need to go be her PR person yeah. because, you know, this, I, I, we need that statement immediately then. Cause right at right now I'm hearing it from you and that's a hell of a uh, great excuse, but I, I, I haven't gotten a, sta- a statement from her. The, the last thing that I've seen was, you know, they just pulled the shoe. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that and I may be giving too much credit in, but I just I I think that some of there has to be some of that in this because I refuse to believe this many brands, this many formerly look. I looked at as smart people like Katy Perry's marketing people and everything like the whole way she's been presented and handled pretty much has been great her whole career to make a, a mistake that's so stupid like this. I really think that either it was a prototype, either it was. Maybe that's just me, though. I'm not trying to excuse it. Either way, it's wrong. It's, uh-huh. it's completely wrong. Whoever made the shoe, regardless if Katy Perry knew or saw the design beforehand, whoever thought to make a shoe that looked like this, you're an idiot. Like, period, point blank. Right, right. So at this point, like like you said, I mean, you know, she come out with a statement saying that she wasn't, you know, she wasn't aware of the actual design. Um, she pulled the shoe. I mean, she might, you know, she might get some love off of that. There you go. Uh, hire me for PR, by the way, Katy Perry. But we're going to go ahead. We're going to get to our first commercial break. Um, we'll see you guys after this. What up, everybody? This is Scoop Grady. This is your boy, AB. Make sure y'all check out the Inside Scoop, the second of every Wednesday. Make sure y'all check us out. Yeah, man, we dropping this shit every other Wednesday, man, at 11 motherfucking o'clock. Please kill, kill, double fucking kill. Y'all. I never fucked Wayne, I never fucked Drake All my life, man, fuck's sake If I did, I'd menage with him and let him eat my ass like a cupcake My man fool, he just ate I don't duck nobody but tape Yeah, that was a setup for a punchline on duct tape Worry about if my butt fake Worry about y'all niggas are straight These girls are my sons, John, John and Kate Plus eight, when I walk in, sit up straight I don't give a fuck if I was late all right so let's get back into some music um Nicki minaj re- released 
like three freestyles and the uh, bro when i tell you that the only reason this made our list the only reason that i even found out about this i was driving to work and on the radio they said Nicki minaj happened to drop some some songs last night i haven't seen it on social media i haven't seen anyone tweet about it i haven't seen any of that and all i all i'm stuck with is this one bar she says something like she kept like making like words and she'll turn like pacchiana is what she called herself in one of these like it they were terrible have you heard any of them no because like you just said when i look at the uh when i looked at the list and i and i seen that she just dropped some i had no knowledge of it and you know usually uh, you know she's still of you know a pretty popular person to talk about on twitter yet i didn't see anything i didn't see anything so this is all is this is pretty much all new to me yeah and it's the 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 fall of Nicki minaj and i've and i made this like i've made this comparison a lot Nicki minaj really and it's funny she's from queens too her career is a lot like 50 cents Mm. when you think about the parallels there, like her coming under Lil wayne and drake 50 coming out of dr jane eminem both at one time the heights like she was the it female performer transcending rap to, to a certain degree it was like her and beyonce for a decade almost 50 uh-huh. he didn't have as long of a as a as a ride as Nicki minaj honestly because really 50 rose and fizzled out within like five years it was really a fairly short from the height to the low for 50 cent but when uh-huh. you think about it i think their careers parallel a lot and she's in that place that 50 was when curtis dropped like it nobody there's still she still can release good music. She has the occasional verse or the song that I'm just like, this is what I need from Nikki. Fifty still does that to this day. He releases some shit. I'm like, why? Why is he not doing better than what he is? I mean, he's not hurting for money because he's a great businessman. I mean, just as far as quality of rap. But Nikki is at the point now to where people really don't think about her at all. And as Cardi B rises, and I'm not comparing those two. I know that they there's everyone wants to go right to comparing anytime one of them comes up. But as Cardi rises, I think people are thinking less and less about Nicki. Now, she can use it to her advantage. She really takes some time out and releases a great album. Like, literally, it has to be a great album. People will herald her more because they didn't expect it and because it's been technically so quiet for her. But she is really close to being on the precipice of a of a punchline in hip-hop. Yeah, um, I think when it, when it comes to Nicki, I'm not... I'm not exactly a Nicki fan, but I do respect I do respect her. And it, and it is a couple of songs that that she was featured on. It's not too many songs that she have herself that I like. Um and at this point, uh you have to actually when when you talk about Nicki, you have to talk about Cardi B because I I believe that half of the reason that she has declined was because of Cardi B and the whole situation that they have between them. Um at this point, she's big enough. She's big enough to be featured on a lot of different tracks and own those tracks, you know. But uh, I think this pettiness going back and forth between both ladies and, and and Cardi has to take some blame for it too because there's too much ego, egos involved. And I feel like they they should just come to the point where they just get over it, you know what I'm saying? And I think that would actually help her. Um, and she was at the top of the game, but the difference between her and 50 Cent is 50 Cent was in the game around, he was surrounded with, uh, some heavyweights, whereas Nikki, there was nobody in the game that was really challenging her. That is true. You know what I mean? And so she took that, she took that to a whole nother level. She ate that for a while. And I think that's what kind of hurt her. You know what I'm saying? When Cardi came along, I felt like instead of trying to push this whole I'm the queen of hip hop narrative and things like that and shitting on the um on, on, on the legends that came uh, prior to her, like I think y'all should just get together and do some things. Cause I to me, I don't want to see female rappers uh bark against each other. I don't. It's not attractive to me at all. Um I, I, the thing the thing with female rappers with me, well with Nikki and, and Cardi is I think it got catty when it didn't need to. Even if we got like, you remember how initially, like, with Motorsport dropping, how it seemed like they threw bars at each other, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't catty. It was just kind of a of a competition. Hip-hop is always a competition. You're always going to have people who kind of butt heads, or if you can keep it on wax, what I don't like to see with women um, in hip-hop is the cattiness. Like, throw bars at each other, that's fine. 
then go and collab later. Like, I think that the fan base pushes people against each other to the point to where they hate each other because we now, well, nowadays, and I'm saying we as a hip hop community, not we as in me and you, but as a community, we have a habit of, of just wanting to see beef and we forget that you can be competitive without being, without beefing, like without having pure hatred for one another. And I think that everybody wants to draw that out of Nikki and Cardi and it didn't need to be there. No, it didn't. It didn't because like, and when you see, we've seen Cardi not, you know, we've seen her career literally grow up, you know what I mean? And from my, from my, um, perspective i haven't seen her beef with anybody outside of nikki nikki on the other hand has thrown shots at little kim she's had a a small little battle between her and remy ma so she has this pattern of just you know thinking she's the the, you know the the end the 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 be all or whatever you want to call it and cardi comes along and steals all that sunshine and that's because we've seen her career, how it developed, you know, and she's even <laughs> she's even passed her in certain things outside of the career as far as I mean, there's not much to talk about because of what they're going through. But she went ahead, went to have a kid, you know what I'm saying? And in a, in a relationship slash marriage, I guess, um, you know, so it's like she's trying to move forward. Her life is advanced in certain ways that Nikki's had, to, you know. Exactly. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that with Cardi's and we'll talk about Cardi later on in the show. You know what? I'll save it. I'll, I'll save it. I want to just focus on Nikki here. I think Nikki hasn't responded well. And like you said, she didn't really have much competition in the female space. And when we look at Remy Ma's rise, when we're looking at Cardi's rise, I really think that Nikki didn't know how to respond to having competition. And that is one thing that the male side of hip hop has been better with lately. Like, of course you have your people, but it's, it just, I guess it sucks to feel like you're on the top. And then because no one else is around you, like you're, you're on the top literally just by the virtue of there's no one else coming for that seat. But now that, that people are and making legitimate claims to be the, a, a better female artist than her and have a bigger fan base she hasn't responded well. Like, she's been erratic. We've seen the whole thing with Queen Radio and how she attacked everyone, even Travis Scott. Like, I just really think Nikki's at, like, <laughs> can you have a midlife hip-hop crisis? Like, is that what she's doing? Is that where she's at right now? But how you how you attack somebody that had nothing to do with anything? Like, you know what I'm saying? The perfect example was the Meek Mill and Drake thing. You know what I'm saying? That's refreshing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Meek admitted he took that L you know, came back and now they in a video together. You know what I'm saying? They, we seeing them in pictures together. We love that. Yeah. Yes. And I ain't gonna lie. I, after, after everything had went down between him and Drake, I said, man, it's going to be hard for him to bounce back from that, but he did it. And he did it in a way that I didn't see coming, you know? Exactly. And I think, I think Nikki should follow that blueprint, man. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, even before uh, Meek and, and Drake, but seeing Nas and Jay-Z, I remember it, what was it, 2006, the I Declare War concert, which was originally supposed to be Jay-Z declaring war on a few of his opponents, end up being Nas coming out and him signing a Def Jam and them working together and like be, being open and talking about like their whole beef. It was a great moment for hip hop. As much as we celebrate beef, we also celebrate when people are able to mature as adults and overcome previous problems that they've had that's why we all like dipset getting back together and it, it it's, it's just good for hip-hop when when that happens and hopefully nikki can get to that that spot because i'll tell you right now if nikki cardi and remy ma got on a track together listen oh it, 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 listen people go crazy over it. come on man and, the, and you know what the crazy part is do it now i don't want to see cardi and and it, it, if cardi is 45 years old talking about we cool that means nikki is somewhere in her 50s remy ma the same thing i don't want to see that i don't want to see it now that's why i said the whole drake and, and meek thing is refreshing to see because they did it now at their peak you know what i mean yeah yeah so i mean we'll see what, what what's to come with that but one more topic with nikki um so she says that her and, and young money will pull out the bet experience concert because of a tweet that they made after cardi's win and uh, threw some shots at Nicki Minaj. What do you think about that? Do you think this shows integrity because she she's pulling out of it because of them playing them, each other against it? Or do you see it more as this is more Nicki not being able to handle someone else being in the spotlight? 
you know what? <laughs> Shit, I gotta I gotta be on both sides because it's like, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> why like why would you do that? Uh, but at the same time, you know what? I might have to be on her side. I I, I might have to be on her side on that one because that was petty. That was pretty petty. Yeah, you know what it, I mean. So, and and I get why they did it. Don't don't understand. Don't let me not misconstrue that. I understand why they would do it from a a get likes and retweets perspective but from a business perspective knowing you're doing business with her and you have her on your your concert it's just bad business man it's just petty it didn't need to happen and i think that's why when people as we start getting to the age where these companies are using social media as their ad campaigns, as their promotional tools. We see more and more pettiness because that's what gets the retweets. That's what gets the likes. That's what gets the shares on Facebook. And it's it's really bad for everyone involved in the long run. Right, right. So, I mean, look, um, I, I can't sit up here and preach that I wanted to see Cardi B and, and, and Nikki and Remy Ma on the record together. But at the same time, like laugh at the, laugh at the tweet. That's like you said, that's bad business. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to roll with her on that one. Not that I'm not that I care that she was going to perform or not, but at the same time, that was a bad look on their part. Yeah, absolutely. So last, last one on Nikki. Is it over for Nicki Minaj? What do you see her doing like Meek? Do you see her bouncing back? Do you see her kind of, like I said with 50, does she fizzle out and becomes more of a, you know, we'll see every once in a while thing. What What do you think happens with Nicki? By the end nah. of 2019, where do you see Nicki Minaj? Nah, I think her, I think because of her ego, she's going to do some, she's going to do something. She's going to do something. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she did go to 50 Cent route and try to get more behind the scenes and probably produce some, create some shows or something like that. Um, but no, nah, I think her ego is pushing her to come out with more records and to be featured on more tracks. She just can't burn no bridges. Yeah, that's a fact. Let's hope she doesn't burn any more bridges. Let's let let 2019 be the year of Nikki building bridges, not burning them down. Let's can we can we have that happen? I hope so. <laughs> All right, I would love, go. I would love, I would love to see a video <laughs> with them. I'm, te- right? I'm telling you right now, like, okay, even take Remy out of it because I don't know if, if Remy and Nikki may ever mend that fence. But Cardi and Nikki, if they do a song, hell, do a money remix. If that happens, it'll oh, be the best thing for both their careers. That's the best thing for hip hop. Yeah. Oops. Yes, we need that. Get Lil Kim on the hook. Like, come on now. Let's let's get that happen. Throw everybody in there, Trina. You know what I'm saying? Like, just throw everybody in there. They ain't even got a rap, but just man, come on. Oh, the that's video. A, that's a great, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a great idea, though. We might have to tweet that out, put it in the air. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll put a I'll put a poll up on the on the breaks uh, Twitter. Let's see if, if people will, will be interested in that. But we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna get into our next break, and after we come back from this, we're gonna actually talk about the Grammys. Which man, listen, <laughs> I got takes. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, it's your girl Beck Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. Damn. <laughs> this is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. All right, man. So we're back. I said we were going to talk about the Grammys. First of all, did you watch the Grammys live? Do you really watch award shows? I don't like, I don't like, how can I say this in a nice way? Um, I don't like award shows that's not hosted by us. Um, I don't really care for the Grammys, uh, the Emmys or none of that. But I do, you know, I I, 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 I try to get the uh, the list of people who won and, and show my, um, uh, my love for them and things like that. I have my hot takes. 
or who should have won and things like that. But I don't really care to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Unless I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not rushing home to go see it. But if it's on, the the wife want to watch it or something like that, I might throw it on. Yeah, and my thing with with almost any award shows, really, I don't, I don't, a, I don't watch almost anything live. Well, let me just say that. So award shows, if it's not the Super Bowl and NBA Finals, chances are I'm not watching it live anyway because I don't like sitting through commercials. And especially with award shows, because there's so many awards on some of these that I really don't care about. I like to be able to fast forward through them, so I don't watch much of anything live. Um, but I do like to see the moments. I do like to see. Uh, like the recap shows, and I'll, like I said, I'll fast forward through and just see the moments. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't really like in in this day and age, I just I can't I can't sit through commercials, bro. Like as much as that bad as that sounds, I can't do commercials, man. I refuse. I I I'm with you on that. So you know what, and 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 God bless Twitter because we get all the we get all the little um segments or the little shorts that that we need on Twitter, the little two minute three exactly. minute clips and things like that. That's all we need. Yeah, that's it. But um. Overall, so what, what did you think about what you saw from the Grammys? What, 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 we'll, we'll get into some of the uh, specific winners here in a second. But overall, uh, between the Grammys, like people boycotting them, what do you think about the award show itself? Actually, the the only thing that I really watched that I wanted to see was the J-Lo performance. We definitely got to get it. into that. We definitely got to yeah. get you, you know, just since you mentioned, I know it was further down the list. But let's go ahead and get into that. The the J Lo performance, the Motown tribute. Come on, man, give it to me. What, what's your take? I'm just like the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm not extremely mad like everybody. I'm not. Now, again, could they have gotten someone else? Yes. But as a black person, I'm speaking to all my black folks out there. We got to stop complaining about everything. We have to because we preach this equality every day and especially in this month or whatever. And we and here comes along a person that's been a part of our culture. And is he the best singer? No, not by a long. No, she's not. But come, she didn't do bad. She brought help out. You know what I mean? And it wasn't a bad performance. And it's Jenny from the block. We've been we watched we watched she grew up with us. She's sixty. She's sixty seven years old. She's still fire. You know what I mean. And I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. I don't think it was as offensive as some people are making it. Um, like and like you said, we welcomed Jennifer Lopez into into the culture. God, 20, 30 years ago. So like now, mm-hmm. y'all upset. I get it. It's Motown. Some of the great all times came from Motown. But really, who? nowadays would you get to perform some of those songs like could you have gotten chris brown to do it possibly could you have gotten masego to do some who is one of my favorite r&b singers possibly he has that old old school flavor but not it's not going to be like they wanted something different and i get it j-lo is a big star um so i wasn't as offended by it and like you said she brought out hope I think I could have thought of some other people to maybe do the singing portions better, but for what it was, for what was presented, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. And that almost pains me to admit because bro, when I tell you, I was one of those people that was just like, F this, how dare they did it did this, did it did this, like just initially the outrage over. But as I got time to calm down, like we've seen JLo grow as a performer since what in living color. Mm-hmm. So yep. like, I exactly. mean, Hey, she, she, I can understand why she, why they picked her. I mean, but there everybody has the perfect person in their head who should have done it. True. And if we all sat at a table, we're not gonna get it squared away because everybody has a certain person that they want. J Lo is, you know, her her actual singing career. I don't know where cats would rank her. You know what I mean? She had solid songs due to Jaru, of course, but. They were good songs. She's not the greatest singer in the world. She has some help. I get that. You know, she brought out Alicia Keys. I'm not too high on her anymore. Neo, that's my guy. And Smokey Robinson. You can't lose. That's a solid lineup that, that helps is, her. That you, you are absolutely right with that. So you know, I don't. I, I you know, people are upset just just to be upset, and it's a lot going on too. I think I think the whole blackface kind of interfered with her. Maybe <laughs> 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 that's what it was. You know what? That that honestly, I hadn't thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense. She's getting some of that uh, that residual from the blackface hate. Um, but moving on from that, uh, specific winners of the show. So we got 
Childish Gambino with This Is America, the record of the year. I believe he got song of the year. He got literally everything he was nominated. I don't believe any category he was nominated for, he didn't win. Um, so let, let's start off with that. Anything, do you feel like any of the awards he won should have went to anyone else? Or do you kind of agree with everything that This Is America won? I think, you know what, man, I think he deserved it. Uh, I think that was a great selection. But for some reason, I feel like there's a motive behind it. For some reason. It's it's okay. So this is America is a good is a great song. Let me let me say that right now. I love the song. I love the fact that he made how he made the video and, and laid it with messages and images. But I do think that if it wasn't for the visual of of this song, I don't think it would have been as big as it was. Like let's Correct. say if he if he did not release any video at all. I, I don't think this would have won song of the year. I don't think it would have got the plays that it did. I think everybody would have been like, oh, that's that's cool. It's a it's a childish Gambino song. Like it, it's fire. He makes great music, period. But it's one of those things to where it's more about the total package than just the song, even though he's winning rewards for the song. But when you put everything in it, I don't think there's been a, a song video video combo as powerful as this in, in years, to be quite honest. Mm. That that's an interesting take. So when we get to Cardi, I got something to say about her as well. Okay. Um, because this because it, it, this it, it, she definitely relates to this. Uh, you're right. You're right. If we just got the song without the visual, I don't know if. And it's still a cool song to listen to, but everything that happened inside the video, because we went back and we seen everything. <clears throat> Sorry, but we had to go back. And, and just we had to rewind the video a lot of times. And not only that, there was a lot of parody videos that was created off of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I agree. If it wasn't for the visual, I'm not sure if he would have um, won that. Is there a difference between as far as winning? Because because that is clever. If he's winning something as Donald Glover and then winning something as Childish Gambino. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't, well. So he only performs music under Childish Gambino and he acts under Donald Glover, right? Uh-huh. Like he doesn't do, uh, he hasn't released any music as Donald Glover. I don't know how the, how that works. The man has a lot of fucking awards though. <laughs> yeah, because I think the actual, I think the actual, he he got the record of the year and the song of the, uh, of the year, which I'm not sure if I know the difference unless, unless they're um, giving him the award for creating the song. Uh, but it, one is under Donald Glover, and the other one is under Childish Gambino. I just noticed that. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I'm sure one has to probably do with maybe the writing and creating. I I don't know. I don't know how they how they work that out. Um, that's interesting though. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look further into that. Bro, be on the lookout. I'll, I'll either tweet something to talk about in the next episode because now now my brother got me uh, over here doing research that I wasn't prepared to do. <laughs> but um, so okay, we 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 pretty much agree with Donald Glover. One that I have to say that I completely disagree with, and this is again more about the moment than the song itself. Booed up winning our best R and B song. Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> N- no, no. Yeah, I know. Bro, come on, man. The best R&B song for Boot... First of all, Boot Up isn't even LMA's best song, much right. less the best R&B song. And then the other nominees on her. So let's just go over the nominees. Come Through and Chill, Miguel was on there, which is a great song. Uh, Feels Like Summer, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Focus uh-huh. by her. Like, all of those are better songs than Boot Up. Focus was... Yeah, Focus is it. Bro, I don't understand how I don't I don't understand stand that like are we just giving best R and B song now to what got played the most because I don't think that that equates to best for me personally but I mean I may be wrong hey I'm, I'm I mean old. but who who who's actually this goes back to um who's actually you know doing the the voting and things like that they played the dog mess out of that song that is true and this song is is about what two years old now I don't even know anymore man. I feel like that song has been out for like a decade because I'm just tired of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it did get the most spins. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we want to make a theory out of that because who she went up against, I was, I would definitely give it to Focus. I mean, give it to her for Focus. And, you know, maybe they want to give every single thing to Childish Gambino. There you go. Yeah, that may be, that may be a point. She may got a residual one there, but uh, her won in a big way too. Best R and B album winner. Her listen. This 
I don't disagree with. I really, I, mm, me, I kind I, of, I, I don't, I don't wholeheartedly disagree with. It. I think that there, it's one of those wins that it's like, okay, I can understand why you would pick that, but there definitely are some other contenders that could have been up there. But I, I don't hate this pick at all. I don't hate it either, but at the same time, um, I, I, I seriously thought Neo had a better album than her. That that's that's a good point. I did. I, I think he had a way better album here. But I, maybe some other things that tie into it, because she's had one of the best marketing, uh, I would say, teams besides Cardi B. For a long time, we were trying to figure out what she looked like. And she played that very well. <laughs> it's it, it's so funny. It was and It's good because we literally have fallen in love with her's music. And people can't say that it's because she's beautiful, because she's sexy, because of her body. Like, people fell in love with her voice and her music, period. And I like that they handled her in the way that they did. Because like you said, what, it took like us like a year and a half, two years to know just what her her what her face even... Even she still had glasses on when we first saw her face. Like it's it's crazy. Uh-huh. I think there's only like two pi- two pictures of her without without glasses on that I've seen ever. So uh, more power to her, especially in, the, in in a day and age now where so many people are relying on also being sexy to sell their music. Like for example, SZA. I I love her music. I love what she makes. She doesn't have the strongest vo- vocal range, but I can tell you right now, if it wasn't for that melanin dripping off her bottom lip, she wouldn't have got as popular as what she did. Wow, she's definitely on my. She's definitely on my. I gotta ask the wife if we can invite her to dinner. <laughs> I don't. You know? did you, would you even have to ask? I think she would just agree, right? You know, my wife is picky. Oh, <laughs> my well. wife is very picky herself. So I, I yeah, I, I, that's another discussion. Maybe on another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's save. Let's let's save that. We'll, we'll we'll come back and we'll have you guys tune in for that. But uh, any other winners you want to talk about from the Grammys? Any other awards? Anything? Um, I guess be, you know what uh, the best rap performance. They got K Dot, Future, J Rock, James Blake. Um, I'm not mad at it, but I don't. I don't quite understand it, <laughs> but uh, I, oh, I'm going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, it was a good it was a good song. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure who else would would uh, compete with that. But I guess, you know, the, 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 the performance awards are always weird for me because it's like because a you never hear a song that's not like popular because i know i know some people who deliver great performances the song's only been so-so but the performance has made the whole thing great so i i don't under, i would do that a little bit differently um but I, king's dead is a great song um this has been j-rock's year like i said before i, I personally think j-rock had the album of the year last year in 2018 mm. um, hit me with nipsey all you want Redemption is it for me. Nipsey is a cl- very close one A one B, but I got J Rock above Nipsey for last year. Okay, okay. Well, you know, you knew I was going there, <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I understand why though. I I understand. I, of course, I understand why J Rock would be up there, and I and I. But I also believe that the reason why Cardi got it is uh, everything. Her album was good. Don't get me wrong. I I actually like the album. Um, but I feel like Nipsey, I, a lot of people haven't grasped on to, to Nipsey and Cardi B is definitely in the public's eye a lot. And I think it's a lot of things. She had one of the hottest singles out that lasted for about a year and a half, two years. They burnt, they tore Bodak Yellow was played every goddamn day, all day, uh, which was a great track as well. Um, so I get it. Nipsey Hussle really didn't have a single out there like that. Um, but at the same time, she had a lot of competition, a lot yeah. of competition. And uh, I, I, I'm i not mad at her. I'm not mad I mean, at her. But I nom- don't, I don't nominated know. with Mac Miller Swimming, which is a great album. Victory Lap, great album. Daytona, a great album for what it what it was. But I, I don't think I can ever see myself saying that a seven track album should be album of the year personally. Astro World uh, also nominated. J Rock not even being nominated for Best Rap Album is a slap in the face to me because I would, as much as I love Daytona, I would take off Daytona, put Redemption there. Um, 
But I understand why Cardi won. I understand the whole shock of it, the shock that she was able to come out with an album that was as good as what it was. Uh, Bodak Yellow dropped. Great song. I think it was a great moment. Great single. They That whole team around her, they, they figured that out perfectly. Mm-hmm. But when that album started from the intro to the last song, the first time I listened to that, I was so shocked by how good of a listen it was. I, and I don't like every track on that album. But when you look at it as a full package, what Cardi was able to do, amazing. Mm. Now, I got two questions off. Well, one question off of that. But another question in general, because I heard you say something about Daytona. So you said you don't see yourself actually seeing that t- that particular album in the running for best album of the year because of how many tracks, right? Correct. But if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, we all we look at a lot of albums that's classics. The whole entire I, I myself haven't found an album where I listen to from front to back and I enjoy every song the same. You know, I think Nas Nas Illmatic is what thirteen tracks, I think. Yeah. All thirteen, and he has a couple of you know, not all of them are songs. I don't think he has no more than about six or seven songs on there that that actually is bang. So to me, Daytona was from front to back because all he had was seven songs. And I now and I get now, that. now unless you saying that you like that you like five out of seven or four out of seven, okay. But even that's still good. I mean, and that's why I said the album is a good album. I just. I, I, my issue with it is, is it it left me, and I and I guess it's a good critique to have, but it left me wanting more. Like at the end of Daytona, I felt like there should have been two more tracks on that. Like I felt like he didn't get everything he wanted to get across, and maybe he did. Power to him. But I feel like the seven track limitation was a Kanye limitation, not a Pusha limitation. If mm-hmm. Pusha came, if Pusha came out and said, "Listen, I was recording the album." I felt these seven tracks were, were were the best period point blank. I put the album out. I would have a different feeling for it, but I feel like because Kanye was in his in his whatever his seven track bag that caused all this, that it limited. Because I honestly think the way that Pusha put that album together and the, the passion that was in it, I think that if he added four more tracks, I think they would have all been of that caliber, just according to like everything around that and Pusha's uh, features all that year, the beef, like everything that that he had going for himself that year, I think 10 tracks, it would have definitely been the album of the year. And I don't think not one of those tracks would have been skippable. Mm, okay. So now I, I I see where you're coming from. Cause I was about to say, let's add four more tracks. Let's make it 11. That's a solid with no, you know, no, no, uh, what do you, what do you call those skits or whatever you want to call yeah, them? No skits. 11 tracks. If you're saying that all those tracks are going to bang and you feel like he had the passion to, 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 and I think he even came out and said that he wanted to put more songs on there, but the discussion that he had between him and Kanye was let's do the whole seven thing. Strong seven. I was going to say before you said that if he came out with another four track, but the four songs that he came out with wasn't as good. Would it, would he have consideration for album of the year? If they weren't as good, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. I, putting out, I, putting out, putting out eleven tracks that strong as the you know four more tracks that strong as the seven. That's pretty difficult to do. And the thing is, like when you hear him talk about, like he basically had a whole album made before these seven tracks with Pharrell. I I, I refuse to believe Pharrell and Pusha being in there and they recorded. I, don't get me the line, but I believe in an interview he said that they recorded like a good ten or so tracks. Uh, he said there was like. Like, there are like 15 tracks that got cut from this album that didn't make the album. But I believe you could have pulled at least three tracks from whatever him and Pharrell did that would have been of of the caliber of, of the whatever you consider the your least favorite song on Daytona. They would have at least been that. And it would have kept that vibe going. Ten tracks would have been the album of the year. I could roll with that. All right. Well. Uh, anything left for the Grammys, man? I know we got on the tangents about rap over the year, but that's why we do this podcast because we love rap. Uh, you you know what? We didn't mention the best rap song though. You're right. We did not mention the best rap song, and I'm definitely not agreeing with that. Uh, what, so what, what's what's your issue with that? God's plan was not better than Sicko Mode. I don't like either track, so I I, I to oh, me it's just oh, like, I take. I, yeah, I, and you, I've gotten the whole Twitter back and forth over Sickle Mode. Sickle Mode, to me, the beat is dope, but as a song, it's just kind of, mm, 
to me personally, for my personal taste, uh, God's plan, I think people, again, caught up in the moment, the video, I think that that's what made that one. Um, I can understand Sickle Moe more than God's plan, but they had to get, Drake almost got shut out. They had to give Arbery something, I feel like. I feel like somebody called in uh, a favor and they're like, look, man, Drake needs a, a Grammy based off this. Like, did you see that L to push you? We need a Grammy. That's what I feel like happened here. Well, I mean, at least not that song. I think uh, Nice for What would have been a better option. Exactly. Um, but you know what? I agree. If Without the video, God's plan doesn't work. And to me, Sicko Mode is not going to get voted in because, <laughs> I mean, it's go actually going to hurt it actually hurts the his his chance of winning with Dra uh, drake featured on the track so there's that yeah and and to me like and again i've I, this is what i said when we, when i was in that back and forth when is a better song to me than sicko mode uh -huh. say what you will i think when to me is an anthem when to me is i this this is what i feel I feel like this generation, I understand why they like Sickle Mode so much. I understand I understand why people like the song. It's not for me, but I can understand why people like the song. But I think 10 years from now, if someone plays Sickle Mode and win for you randomly, we're not going to even say what happened this year. Somebody randomly play those songs to you, someone who's never heard either one of those songs. So my five-year-old son, when he's 15, if I play Sickle Mode and win, I guarantee you win sticks with him more than Sickle Mode. Okay. Well, we're going to check back in 15 years. <laughs> we'll see you then. Um, but what do you think? What do you think should have been uh, Song of the Year? Do you think Sickle Mode should have been Song of the Year? I think so. I think so. Uh, it, again, it was one of the most, it, it's it's definitely up there with, with, uh, with, with uh, Bodak Yellow and, um, and uh, boot, boot Up. <laughs> it, it was played like religiously. That is a um, fact. So, you know. And I just think if Drake is going to win, I think he he won for the wrong with the wrong track. Yeah, yeah, I, and yeah, I, I, I man, God, God's plan definitely wasn't the, the rap song of the year. Like it, it just, I don't even know if that's technically a rap song. So that that's just my my opinion. Let's move on before I know people are going crazy listening to this. Somebody's pulling out their hair. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We're going to use our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some Cardi B, and then we're going to get the hell up out of here. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Look. They gave a bitch two options, stripping to lose. Used to dance in a club right across from my school. I said, dance, not fuck. Don't get it confused. Had to set the record straight, cause bitches love to assume. Mama couldn't give it to me, had to get it in suits. Lord only knows how I got it in suits. I was covered in dollars, now I'm dripping in jewels. A bitch played with my money, might have spit in my food. Bitches hating my guts, now they swear we was cool. Went from making tuna sandwiches to making the news. I started speaking my mind and tripping my views. Real bitch, only thing fake is the boobs. Get money, go hard, motherfucking right. Never been a fraud in my motherfucking life. Get money, go hard, damn fucking right. Stunned on these bitches out of motherfucking spite. Ain't no running to bore me, went for nothing to glory. I ain't telling y'all to do it, I'm just telling my story. I don't hang with these bitches cause these bitches be corny. And I got enough bras, y'all ain't gotta support me. I went from rag to riches, went from wig to lit, nigga. Only person in my family. All right, bro. Cardi B, we already talked about it. Best rap album of the year. First female solo rap artist to win that award. The moment. Let's just talk about the moment. We can talk about if we di disagree. Hell, the year Cardi B. Cardi B is now a Grammy Award winning artist. I personally love that. Mm -hmm. She took off. I, I, I mean, 
she's taking off extremely fast, you know, and this is going back to the whole earlier when we was talking about Nikki, it, she can't lose even when she's taking, I wouldn't even consider this uh, an L for her uh, because she's handling it kind of well, but you know, in her personal life, you know, she's getting, you know, you know, hit or whatever, but she's still rising. So yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and, and I think too, like the fact that for so long, female rap artists weren't, like felt like they couldn't have their family. They couldn't have kids while they were at the Heights. For her to be able to do this after having a baby, the performances she's been able been able to give, the videos, uh, it 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 just it's feel good. And I love the fact that Cardi stayed true to her. Whether you agree with who she is as a person, what she represents, whatever, she's been her from the moment you saw her on Love and Hip Hop till now. She's been the same Cardi B. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people. Uh, love hers because and 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 not every verse that she's on or every track that she has is talking about how great her vagina is you know shout out to nikki so you know she and, and she's doing she's still doing her you know she's upgraded in life but she still it's, it just seems like she's the same her personality never switched up her character yeah in, in, the, in the beginning I, I wasn't you can ask my wife uh when she first was you know when she when she was first coming out, I'm like, yo, who is this? Like, you know, she was loud and she was just ratchet or whatever. But at the same time, I got to I had to step back and was like, yo, you grew up around a lot of women. That was, a lot of girls in high school was acting like this. A lot of girls in middle school was acting like this, and you was cool with them. And then to see her uh, just take off like that, I'm like, yo, this is this is refreshing. It it is, and it, you know, it it's every like the the residency in vegas like she's literally done things that it's taken people to work a decade for in their career to get and she's done it all in the first year of her of her career it's amazing and um the album itself not just to make it about the moment but for anyone who who completely hate no you're not getting the deep lyricism or any lyricism at all but her flow is catchable she knows how to write how to use it to the beach uh that she that she's on she her whoever's selecting her beats for has a great mind of what's going to work for her and her style and her voice i think that's a that's something that a lot of people overlook in hip-hop like you can have a great beat but if it doesn't work with how you rap and your voice and your style it's it's the song is going to be trash they pick great music for how for her style and her voice it's amazing like the whole package of cardi b as an artist has been amazing. If you took away the fact that she started off on Love and Hip Hop, I don't think as many people that detract from her would have issues with her. I think that so many people are caught up on that's how she started, that we're that they're missing the fact that there's a very solid artist in her and she's still developed. She's only been rapping for two years. So there's uh-huh. no telling how much better she can get. Look, look how better she's gotten over the course of a year. Even, even as, as good of a song as Bodak Yellow is, if you compare that to money and twerk and how she's rapping on it she's getting better as an artist that whole package coming together we can see a decade-long run out of cardi b yeah yeah and you know it's two things that that's that that sticks out is that when it comes to her i personally growing up listening to hip-hop and having my um having my personal opinions about certain artists and what they do as far as in their career i don't care that she has a ghostwriter i literally don't because she got you have to be able to de- to deliver it and again with the production and whoever's writing for her and for her to her cadence the way she 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 performs it a1 and then it was one thing that that stood out that I said this is how she's going to she, she's going to make it because she had a little a small little hiccup where she came out with I think it was a lip I think it was a, a shade of lipstick if I'm not mistaken and I think it was a lipstick, and the listeners, you can correct me, uh, but she called it flu. Now, in the, in the street politics, she got into a little a little thing with her and Nipsey or whatever, and because of her politic background and his, it clashed for a minute, but she handled it, you know what I'm saying? And they handled it on a personal level, and everything was cleared up. And fast forward, her album beat his album for the Grammys, and he congratulated her. And so that's what I like to see. That's what I like to see, because that could have went way left. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's two people handling like mature adults. And as much as everyone's ready to call out Cardi B for throwing the shoe at Nikki and all that stuff, Cardi B has moments where she is a very poised person and she handled things very maturely. And I don't know if that's motherhood. I don't know what that is, but she, she has smart people around her. She's, she's, she's a smart businesswoman. It seems like, or unless she just has people feeding, telling her to say the right thing. So, you know, more power to her. Um, I still want to see her review more, more movies because her review of bird box was hilarious. So that's another <laughs> Avenue she can go down. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a great, great year for cardi man and i hate as positive we we've been i hate to end it on drama um but our last topic for today she deletes her her instagram after the whole nikki thing the same thing that caused basically caused nikki to kind of pull out of uh the bet awards but social media becoming too much for celebrities in general how do you see that because i personally when celebrities say all right i'm 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 deleting this i think that's good i think that's showing a lot of the younger people who focus on likes and everything that they don't have to it's okay to step back that's how i personally choose to look at it not saying that she may have that mature mindset about it but that's how i choose to look at it. what do you think i think cardi b is one of those people that like to speak their mind but at the same time we just finished talking about how her career has just taken off i think her deleting it is not is is a sign not just a sign of maturity but is it you could say what you're really you know is you can't say certain things when you're on a platform like that you don't want to be too disrespectful because it can be taken out of context and you can lose some endorsements you know what i mean um as real as you want to be some stuff you could just keep to yourself um and but i i feel like the team that 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 that's built around her is doing an excellent job. It may not have even been her call. You know what I'm saying? She probably was, you know, let's go forward with it. I'm going to post whatever I want to post. And they say, you know what? Nah, that's not a good idea. And I think a lot of these artists, not just a lot of artists, a lot of pedestrians in general need a team like that. Cause a lot of people post some, you know, some shit that they're not supposed to be posting. Um, but I think she played it safe. I think she played it safe. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she played it smart. Uh, and it was only deactivated for two days. She actually came back on. Sometimes you just need that step away. So more power to her, especially as being a mother. And like you said, I didn't even think about the fact of endorsements. Hey, if she needed to delete it to keep herself from doing something crazy that was going to cost her money, even more power to her that she had the. Because I'm telling you right now, when I see red, I ain't thinking about none of that. So. I know, I know. <laughs> but at the same, at, at the same time, it's like. And and it's not you being it's not you being fake or or anything like that. You, sometimes biting your tongue could save a bag. You know what I mean? Um, and like I say, you just keep it in house. Or if you if it's something directed to a person, you know, man up or woman up, and go talk to that person, you know, face to face. And then it could be squashed after that. But I believe when you do a lot of things on social media, I don't really like when people do a lot of stuff on social media because sometimes I think it's fake. You know, I think it's just for likes and clicks and clickbaits and hearts and all that type of shit. Some stuff you just need to just make a personal phone call. Like, yo, this is, you know, let's not do this. Exactly. Exactly. 100% I agree with you. Well, that is it, man. That's been another week of The Breaks Radio. Leave the people with some some words of wisdom, your social media, whatever you want to leave them on before we go ahead and get out of here. It's Black History Month. Let's behave. You know, to, to all those designers out there. Uh for the rest of it, it really for the rest of your lives but let's just take <laughs> baby steps just baby steps for the rest of the month don't design anything with the color black in it okay we, let's just start with that you know what i mean as far as my people uh continue to listen to great content and that's us you can follow me on twitter and instagram at Baylor the great and um i'll see y'all next week all right hey Great words from a great man. I'm CEO Hayes. I don't know if I have anything that profound to say, but I will say this, man. If you don't stand up for anything, man, uh, really just educate someone around you. Like, educate yourself. Uh, stay stay on top of know what's behind the stuff that you're putting your money into. Because a lot of, a lot of the stuff that people put your money into it really isn't for you like they're 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 using you that's 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 all i can say um i'm ceo hayes you can follow me at ceo h-a-i-z-e you can follow the breaks radio at the breaks radio uh definitely check out our podcast network that is the breaks media network uh, where you can find this as well as 11 other lovely podcasts but that's it this has been another week of the best hip-hop show you'll find around peace
This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Hey, this the Eastside Johnny Big Redemption Light. Long time about. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way, yeah. yeah. Get out the way, get the fuck up on my way, yeah. yeah. You either with me or against me, ho. You either with me or win. Win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. These niggas ain't shit. Baby mama, drop to your death without